Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Becky, and I am the host of B-Dunks Astrology. This episode is going to be all about the full moon lunar eclipse occurring in Gemini on November 30th, 2020. Just a few notes before we jump into the episode. So this will be the last episode of B-Dunks Astrology for the 2020 year. I have made the difficult decision to take a bit of a hiatus for the month of December and come back in January uh, with more weekly forecasts for you guys um, for the main reason that I'm actually going to be moving in the next couple weeks. And just with everything with the holidays, I'm going to be rather stretched for time and energy. And I want to be able to put my all into these episodes and into these forecasts and give you guys the very best of me and what I have to offer and um, my astrological insights and give you guys the best guidance and information possible. So um, it is with a heavy heart that I announce that uh, this is the last episode of B-Dunks Astrology for the year, but I will be back. Um, But with that being said, if you have been enjoying these forecasts, make sure that you are subscribed wherever you are tuning in, whether it's on YouTube or on the podcast Make sure that you are subscribed and if you can hit the like button, uh, give a a rating, a written review if you feel called to do so, that would be much appreciated as well and is one of the best ways to support the show. And speaking of the show, if you are tuning in on YouTube, you will notice that the video content is a bit different. Um, I feel like I've been experiencing a bit of a personal Mercury retrograde over the past few weeks. And so I've had a bit of a difficult time with the video this uh, episode. And so I have decided to just post the audio instead. Um, But I... I I just wanted to still be able to share this with the YouTube audience and um, not have anyone miss out uh, if you tune in on YouTube. So I hope uh, you don't mind just for this uh, one episode. And yeah, without further ado, let's hop into this forecast. So on November 30th at around 4.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, We are going to have the full moon lunar eclipse occurring at 8 degrees of Gemini. This full moon eclipse will be visible from pretty much anywhere in the North American continent, just depending on your local time zone, so just adjust to your local time. Um, But again, it will be happening and peaking at around 4.30 Eastern Standard Time. This is a penumbral eclipse, meaning it is not a total eclipse. Um, So it's not going to be the brightest if you are getting a full clear view of the moon uh, that night, that morning rather. um, It will almost look like there's a bit of a smudge, a bit of dirt on the moon. This is actually the sixth of seventh eclipses we've had in the 2020 year, which is rather rare since we normally only have about four or five eclipses per year. So um, I think that definitely speaks to the intensity and uh, just what 2020 has been as a year in, in total. And a full moon eclipse occurs when the sun and the moon are opposite of one another. Um, and you can tell that it is an eclipse when the full moon is occurring close to the north and the south node. The north and the south node are 
almost like imaginary points in the sky where the moon's ecliptic path and the sun's ecliptic path cross points, just depending on um, the direction that the moon, the moon rather is traveling. So yeah, that's how you know whenever you're looking at a natal chart um, that you have an eclipse happening when um, a full moon or even a new moon when the sun and the moon are conjoined, when they come to meet together in the sky, or on a natal chart rather, um, are conjoined and occurring near the nodes. That's how you know you have an eclipse. With um, the north node being in Gemini right now, and the south node sitting in Sagittarius. And so again, with a penumbral eclipse, it's definitely not as intense as a full total eclipse, like the one that we're going to be getting um, in Sagittarius on December 14th, 2020. That will be a full solar eclipse, and I think that's definitely going to be a little bit more intense than this one. But this energy is still going to be felt by all of us regardless, and I think it's going to work out in it can work out in one of two ways, really. I think it depends on your chart and where you're at right now as well. I think for some of us, it's going to feel energy draining. It's going to feel like we need to just simply rest and recharge, take some naps, go to bed early, self-care, practicing all of the self-care rituals and uh, routines that serve us best, but really just being gentle with ourselves overall. And then for others, it might feel like a really exciting time. It might feel like there's a lot of new exciting things just happening around the corner and we're getting a really big boost in vital life force energy and uh, just reveling in the excitement of the full moon energy and and the eclipse energy. So it's going to be different for all of us. Um, But I think if you have personal planets in either Gemini or Sagittarius, you will definitely be feeling this eclipse more than others. And with the full moon eclipse, um, we have uh, this element of release. That's that's the energy of a full moon. It's a culmination point. It's a cycle ending. It's a building up. And um, combining that with the eclipse energy, it's um, it's it's a combining this element of release with doing almost like a hard system reset. Anytime that we have an eclipse, you can think of the luminaries, the the sun and the moon, doing almost like a total system reboot. Think of like when you have to unplug something and plug it back in to restart it and just hard, like do a hard system reset, take some information and recalibrate. That's sort of what a an eclipse is. And um, eclipse energy, it doesn't, the, the themes that eclipses bring up, they don't typically play out immediately. They don't manifest right away. Um, eclipses are, are cycles of six-month periods. And so we can think back to the um, lunar new moon in Gemini that we had back in May of 2020. And some of the things, some of the intentions that we were setting for ourselves around that time, um, we can see a lot of those things coming to a fruition, coming to a, a closing point, even coming to an ending. Just it's, it's, a, it's a cycle ending time, full moon. That's what the full moon is about. And again, so with this eclipse, full moon, there is information that needs to be integrated. There's information that we've been gathering for the last six months at the very least since the new moon in Gemini. Um, And information 
that we've been cultivating, gathering, and putting together for ourselves. That's very much a Gemini theme. Gemini is all about making connections and learning. It's how we learn, how we take in information, how we process information. And um, so we can see how we've been doing that over the past six months and integrating it. And what are some of the scripts that we have been trying to rewrite for ourselves since that time? You know, this this full moon lunar eclipse it's a harvesting period it's a time where we're reaping all of the things that have grown since we have planted those seeds back in may and now taking all of that information and deciding what we want to do with it moving forward how are we going to use what we've learned and move forward and integrate it into our lives how are we going to um use it to process everything that's happening right now, all of the changes that have taken place in our life. Um, how are we using it to help us find peace in these cycles ending and all of these things ending and all of the closure, everything that we've had to say goodbye to? Things are definitely coming to a maturation point now. Things are coming to maturity and it's a time where we now have a clearer picture. We have more pieces of information we have more pieces of the puzzle that we didn't have before and those pieces are now putting us in a position where we're better able to make future plans start planning our future that's Gemini as well very much um taking taking toll and um putting the pieces together putting the information together so that we can move forward and make a new plan for ourselves and again, there's this element of purging, of cleansing, of getting rid of things, out with the old, in with the new. Gemini is, um, there's an efficiency to it, I would say, because it is, it's mercur- mercurial, excuse me, um, Mercury rules both Gemini and Virgo, and both signs have this element of um, gathering information and putting pieces together, necessary pieces of information. The difference between Gemini and Virgo, though, is um, Virgo is more streamlined and focused and intentional, I would say, in their information gathering, whereas Gemini sort of is okay with putting pieces of information together for the sake of it. And so with that, um, we can definitely feel a little scatterbrained. Gemini can be a little all over the place. And so with that, I think with this element of releasing and purging and cleansing ourselves, um, I think we need to use that to see where we need to streamline our energy more, streamline our focus more, um, working on our thought processing, the how we process our thoughts, how we process our emotions, how we process information and streamlining that a little bit better for ourselves. Uh, new ways of thinking, mindset change. Gemini is very much our mindset. Um, however, how has our mindset changed over the past six months? And what sort of new mindset do we need to take on? What, what do we know we need to do for ourselves. We know there's a certain mindset that we need to um, embody and take with us to move forward into the future that we want to live. And um, so again, yeah, I think there's just very much this element of streamlining our thought processes, looking at how how we have been too scattered and all over the place. Um, do we have our hands in too many cookie jars right now? Do we need to, um, you know, just become more focused and intentional with 
the way that we're going about putting things together for ourselves. Um, it's little things, not necessarily big things. It's like sort of little day-to-day things. Where can we streamline and be more efficient in our day-to-day? Right now, I think it definitely could feel like our attention is being pulled in 10 different directions. So we definitely just want to be honing in on what it is that we want to make time and energy for so that we are not stretching ourselves thin and exacerbating an overactive mind that's probably already all over the place lately. There's definitely this element of um, personal growth with uh, when it comes to dialogue and thought processing. I think a lot of us are experiencing a huge shift in personal growth with, um, again, just streamlining our thought processes. Learning how to be compassionate and patient with ourselves in this process, you know, and, and learning how to be patient with others, extending that compassion and that patience to others as well. And also as well, an element of learning to go with the flow, I think, um, because Gemini always needs to know everything. I think uh, the opposite sign being Sagittarius, um, that's always sort of the remedy to the shadow side of a sign is looking at the opposite and seeing what you can lean into more to sort of remedy the overactiveness that Gemini can um, exude. And Sagittarius is very much a go with the flow, doesn't really have as uh, many cares to give as Gemini does when it comes to that, isn't as concerned with the little minute details. And so I think, um, yeah, if a lot of us are feeling really scattered and over anxious and all over the place lately, it's I think a a call for us to become aware of where we need to be more easeful, where we can flow and fall into ease more Um, and cutting ourselves some slack when things don't go our way, when plans suddenly change and, um, you know, looking at the way that we're reacting to change in our lives, learning how to become more flexible when things do suddenly change. Um, just becoming more light and airy in that way, learning to say yes more, learning to be open to the things that life brings our way as, as opposed to always trying to anticipate on what's coming next, you know? There's also an element of um, communication here. And uh, I think looking at relationships, we did have an opposition between Venus and Uranus shortly before this eclipse occurred. And so anytime we have um, an exact aspect between planets before an eclipse, I think it gives an a flavor, it gives a flavor rather to that eclipse. And so there is this element of um, our relationships experiencing change. I did um, give a little bit of information in uh, this week's full week astrological forecast about all about Venus and Uranus uh, making an opposition to one another. And um, again, that aspect is really all about uh, changes in relationships, changes in romantic relationships, friendships, finances, possessions, domestic life. There's, there's a lot of changes um, in, in the way that, uh, we're relating to the things and the people um, that are important to us and um, the way that we're connecting to them. You know, I think uh, there really is ultimately, I think this this eclipse for all of us is just a massive recalibration of the way that we're connecting, the way that we're connecting to ourselves, connecting to the things that we find value and worth in, the things that matter and the people in our lives. Um, 
you know, I think, and again, like looking at the Venus-Uranus opposition, Uranus is sitting in Taurus, which Venus rules, and Venus is sitting in Scorpio, which she's not too happy sitting there right now. She would very much rather be in Taurus and Uranus would very much rather be in Scorpio. So with this opposition, I think there is this um, element of support here in that uh, Venus and Uranus are trying to work together to um, support each other in all of these massive changes. And so I think um, that brings in this element of everyone really wanting to support each other, really wanting to help each other, recognizing that, um, you know, the, the best way to create change is actually going out and doing it for ourselves, making the changes for ourselves and sort of taking ownership in that regard and stop and not waiting for things to change um, in, in circumstances to become perfect for us. You know, we have to sometimes do that for ourselves. And so, um, Again, with a lot of the things changing around us that are out of our control, I think we're, we have this element of, and we're seeing a lot of it too, especially with the holidays coming up, we see a lot of people sort of supporting each other. We see a lot of community uh, support happening. And um, so I think, yeah, this eclipse, this time is a time where we are seeing new perspectives, new ways of thinking, new ways of approaching our relationships and connecting to the things that matter to us most and and new ways of supporting it, new ways of um, communicating. The ruler of this eclipse, Mercury, will also be making a sextile to Saturn from Scorpio on the same day. Um, And so I think, again, this adds a bit of responsible influence to this eclipse, like there's more determination, there's more discipline that we are instilling within ourselves, um, that we feel within ourselves. And uh, again, now that we have some of this information that we didn't have before, uh, and we've learned new things, we've learned new skills over the past six months, we can now use these skills and apply these skills in a practical way and put the pieces together and take care of the little things, tie up the loose ends, see all of these, these endings off, you know, making sure that everything is, is really truly coming to an end and finding a peace with it and then moving forward with it and, and committing to the hard work and knowing that it's going to be fun because I think we know that what's coming next for us is exactly where we need to be going. You know, with this eclipse happening in Gemini and with the North Node being in Gemini, there is um, a lot of head energy, a lot of us being in our heads, being, again, overthinking, overactive mind. Um, And with the moon as well, it's related to the mouth. So uh, with this, there could be the this anxious energy manifesting as over talking, uh, maybe rambling too much, like I tend to do <laughs> with me being a Gemini rising. I'm definitely feeling the energy of this eclipse. Um, it could also be uh, overeating. Um, so that's maybe something that we want to watch out for uh, around this energy, or sorry, rather around this time. This energy could um, make some of us tend to, especially if it's making us anxious, we maybe just want to numb ourselves with food. And so uh, maybe that's just something to watch out for. And uh, maybe something that we're being called to, again, put into focus um, is um, streamlining our diets, streamlining our relationship with food and cleaning some of that up. 
the last thing I wanted to talk about was the upcoming uh, solar eclipse in Sagittarius. Um, and again, with Sagittarius and Gemini being opposite signs, I, I think you have Gemini being the messenger, the communication, the intellect, the way we think, the way we process information, and Sagittarius being more of a philosophical thinker, concerned with the bigger picture, higher education, longer journeys. Um, and I think with these two signs, the, the, the dynamic between them in my head, the way that I like to look at it is Gemini is always asking why, 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 why is this? Why is that? You know, always asking the questions and Sagittarius is over there saying, why not? And always leaning into whatever it is, you know, going with the flow. And, um, so, uh, with the North node being in Gemini and the South node being in Sagittarius, the North node being representative of what's to come, the future, our karmic future, and the South node being where we are coming from the lessons, the past life lesson, past life lessons, excuse me. Um, and, uh, things from, the past that we have already learned and or bringing forward with us the things we're, that we're already comfortable with that we can bring forward into the north node um i think the ultimate call here is to find the balance between the two um and again because this is a full moon uh eclipse the focus is uh right now very much on the moon being illuminated by the sun and um with the moon sort of sitting with Gemini, in Gemini rather, with the North Node, I think maybe a lot of us could be feeling a little anxious about what's to come. I think a lot of us maybe could be feeling anxiety and fear about the future, even though there is um, an understanding and an excitement about it. Anxiety and excitement are essentially the same energy. And so I think um, a lot of us can be on the fence right now and toggling between the two and with the sun sitting in Sagittarius with the south node I think there's this internal sense of encouragement I think our inner higher self is sort of trying to help guide us through this anxiety Um, it's sort of telling us to just have faith faith in the universe faith that everything is working out as it should be at the times that it should be um, you know, you can't necessarily have faith and fear together. You So you, you either lean into faith or you lean into fear. Um, you can either lean into the fear of just worrying and overanalyzing and trying to put all the pieces together, Gemini, and over, like over-anticipating, or you can lean into the faith of Sagittarius and just remembering that nothing that's meant for you will ever pass you by. And because, again, that this is a full moon eclipse, I think ultimately this is a good time to go inwards. I don't necessarily think this is a good time to be starting new things, new projects, new beginnings. Um, This is definitely a meditating and self-reflecting and journaling type vibe um, and and energy and um, just a self-care energy, just being really gentle with ourselves, leaning into the feminine, leaning leaning into the yin and taking care of ourselves as best as we can. Um, uh, Like I said, full moon eclipses are cycles ending. Full moons are cycles ending and new moons 
are the beginnings. And so um, there is definitely more of an emphasis on things coming to an end and making way for the inevitable new beginning. But I think this really is all about finding closure, finding peace. And then with the solar eclipse coming up in Sagittarius, that one is definitely going to be more future focused. The sun and the moon are going to be coming conjunct in the sign of Sagittarius closer uh, to the south node. So that one is definitely going to be heavily, uh, while while it is very, it's conjunct to the south node, it's going to be future focused. I think it's definitely going to be us recognizing the strength of the lessons from our past and recognizing just how much we have overcome and how far we've come and how empowering that can be and finding that power and that excitement about moving forward and moving forward into the future plans that we're making for ourselves and with that I will end this episode and this season of B Dunks Astrology. It's a little sad, I will say. I am going to uh, miss doing these weekly episodes, but like I said, I definitely just want to um, be able to devote my full time and energy and focus and attention into these forecasts. And over the next few weeks, I I don't think I'll be able to. So um, I will miss you guys, but uh, definitely keep connected with me on social media. I still will be posting um, astrological insights and updates uh, about aspects that are occurring throughout the week. So you can definitely still stay updated uh, with what's going on astrologically um, by following me on social media. Uh, I'm most active on Instagram. I am also on Twitter. But if you head over to Instagram and look up at bdunks, B-D-U-N-C-K-S. And um, if you click the link in my bio, all of the links to the rest of my social profiles are on there. And lastly, again, I just want to remind you, if you have not already, to make sure that you are subscribed wherever you are tuning in. And if you feel called to do so, if you have been enjoying these forecasts over the past few months, if you could rate and if you again feel called to leave a written review, that would be even better. I would so very much appreciate it. And uh, that's definitely one of the best ways that you can choose to support me and the show. Um, and, uh, lastly, there's actually a few things I did want to mention, um, at the beginning, but I am now offering, uh, gift certificates for the holiday season for one-on-one personal astrology readings. So if you've been trying to figure out a special and unique gift for the people that you love and care about in your life for the holidays, um, I think this would be a really great gift and a really great offering. It's definitely something that they've probably never received before and something that you've probably never given before. And uh, yeah, what they get is a 60-minute one-on-one reading with me that's done online and they get a recording of the session. Um, All of the details are available on my Instagram profile. I just made a post about it recently. And if you have any questions or just like more information about that, you can definitely just reach out to me, send me a message, um, send me an email. 
And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to be able to offer that now. The gift certificate price is $35 per certificate. And that is a special price that is only going to be available for the rest of 2020. So if you want to take advantage of that uh, special introductory gift certificate rate, I suggest you definitely hop on that because <laughs> the price will be going up in 2021. And if you would like to book a reading uh, with me for yourself, I am uh, still open for the rest of the year. Um, I still will be uh, taking bookings um, for 2020. I'm just not doing my forecast, but I can still uh, fit in some readings. Um, So yeah, if you'd like to take advantage of that, send me a message and uh, we will set that up. And with that being said, Thank you so, so very much, everybody. I so appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. You have no idea how much it means to me that every single one of you that's listening and tuning in and choosing to uh, listen and support uh, the show, I I just appreciate you. Um, and because I won't be speaking with you guys until the new year, I will wish you all a very, very happy holiday and happy new year. Be safe, be happy, be healthy, um, and take care of yourselves. Take care of others. Be gentle, be kind with yourselves and others. And yeah, I love you guys. Um, And yeah, I will see you in January. Bye, guys.